That's disgusting. You're not going to do that right now. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I can't believe you just did a shot of watermelon Malibu at 3.50 in the afternoon on a Wednesday. That was so gross. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm do it again. Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that helps you get connected for free at educationconnection.com. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. You remember that commercial? Yeah. Working for an hourly wage. I went to high school, didn't do grades. Free credit report, baby. No, no that's different. Because I was too lazy. What? That's a different one. That's, that's F-R-E-E. That spells freecreditreport.com, baby. Baby, saw their their ad on, on my TV. TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but it's Same different. Thing, right? No, no, it's get connected for free at Education Connection. The weird thing about the get the the saw their ad on my TV thing was that was yeah. the first ad that I saw on TV. No, 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 for that company. And so I was like, they <laughs> saw this ad, but they're singing the song it's, in the ad. It's meta. It's meta. Yeah, before they had um, the multiverse. Before they had Rick mm-hmm. and Morty, they had the F E E. That spells free creditreport.com baby Come do you on. think the free creditreport.com guy yeah and the educate educate <laughs> education girl, girl. That, that 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 shot of malibu <laughs> watermelon malibu before the show is real hit really hit you guys now. ever you guys listen i got it look at the crunch i'm watermelon this is you my guys ever think, malibu you remember when we watched naked night and the girl from the education do you think she did in the free credit report? Do you think they ever like exchanged numbers? Do you think they ever worked out? I was always they, rooting for them. I bet they recorded on the same lot at the Warner Brothers studio. <laughs> Their little I bet they recorded on the same lot in the old Kmart behind the chilies in 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 uh <laughs> where? Where, Patrick? In Glendale. <laughs> <laughs> That's a suburb of Los Angeles. That's pretty good. I was gonna say um, <clears throat> in Ventura, in Venice, Venice Beach, California. I was gonna say Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> that's over there. That's that's in San Fran. No, I yes. thought it was San. I thought it was San D. No, no, nope. All right, well, there there goes that idea that I had for a, a television show. Yeah, um, I mean, are there any other commercials that are so? that have a male and female lead that are so ubiquitous that we think that they could have ended up together. You know, uh, like I'm trying Flo to Flo from progressive and Jake from state farm. I think flow from progressive and I guess Jake from state farm. I was going to say there was like a talking box at one point for, but that was also progressive. He was voiced by the guy that does Jerry actually for Rick and Morty, which is Dr. Leo Spachemin. What? From 30 rock. You're now making stuff up. Nope, it was it was the guy. There was a doctor in Thirty Rock named Doctor Leo Spachemin, and it was spelled like Spaceman. <laughs> oh, it was a joke because because like Terry was like Doctor Spaceman, tell take me to Doctor Spaceman. They're like he's crazy, and then it like smash cuts to Doctor Spaceman. It's like it's pronounced Spachemin. <laughs> Does anybody watch Thirty Rock? You're the only person. Yes, you're gonna look around like I'm crazy, but you're it the was only one of person. The most popular shows. On let NBC me, at the time. Let me get a sentence out. You're the only person in my life oh, that has okay. ever referenced 30 Rock to me. Well, yes, and, that makes sense because it was a show from the mid-2000s that yeah. ended in the mid-2000s. Yeah. Right. 
Why why do you think that it makes you better than everyone else that you watched uh, adult television when you were uh, young? I watched it in high school, but I wouldn't say so I I went through 30 Rock once. Mm-hmm. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was not one of the shows that I had on standard rotation. Sure. I'll say that. Sure. The three the the shows that I watched over and over again as a kid were Arrested Development, Parks and Rec and The Office. I watched those over and over again. I went through Friends once. I went through 30 Rock once. If Community had been on Netflix at the time, I would have watched that one over and over again. But yeah, I did. But Parks and Rec, or The Office, 30 Rock, and Community were all part of the same like evening block multiverse. on NBC. Yeah. Yes, they are all part of the same multiverse. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't big. When I watched TV when I was young, I was watching like breaking bad and uh you know um the, the wire and uh Game so of i have a Thrones. question for you when yeah. why do you think you're better than me because you watch shows where people died for adults well, when it's you not, were young it's not because they <laughs> it's not because they you, died you made fun it's, of me for watching shows that were for adults when i was in high school you're watching breaking bad where the guy sells meth yeah which is cool and based. and kills a hooker he well he only did that once, to be fair. And tries to kill a fly. Let me let me He's back up. At killing Jesse's girlfriend than he is at killing flies. Anyway, let me be clear. I didn't watch Breaking Bad and all those other shows. I actually haven't watched The Wire or Game of Thrones until I was in college. Oh sure. So let me just let me clear that up. When I was in high school, do you know what I actually watched? Busy Channel. Cartoons. Cartoon Network, oh, you, Nickelodeon. You were a Cartoon Network guy, yeah. That yeah, Cartoon Network guy, iCarly guy, Drake and Josh guy. I never see if I, because here's the problem. I would watch the adult shows, and maybe it's because I'm stupid, but I'd be like, this is, you know, what? <laughs> if you can make a kid laugh, you're doing something. You make an yeah. adult laugh. Oh, oh I was uh, looking at my. W two on my tax return. Chortle, chortle, chortle. When I when I today when I showed up at Thirty Rock, I was late because of traffic. Oh, absolutely insane! Absolutely insane behavior. And <laughs> I and I it's upsetting to me that you. Hey, any other any other red blooded Americans out there that actually watched cartoons when they were a kid instead of being future media studies. Uh, nerds at Franciscan <laughs> University. You know, you know where all the you know where all the kids who watched cartoons when they were kids now, if they didn't go to a Steubenville conference once or twice, you know where, where they are now. Where are they? Patrick? They're watching Rick and Morty and Paradise PD and F is for Family on on Netflix. That's they're they're watching adult cartoons. That's what they're that, watching. You see that Big Mouth got renewed for an eighth season. <laughs> I can't believe they survived John Mulaney going to rehab. Did John Mulaney go to rehab? He did go to rehab. It's because I couldn't stop talking like this. It's because I couldn't stop snorting cocaine. <laughs> okay. His latest comedy special is just about rehab. About how he was. About how he went to rehab. Yeah. Dang. You can really turn anything into comedy, can't you? You really can't. I mean, like, I mean, everyone wants to know. He was like, there was the intervention. And it was like, I want to know who was at John Mulaney's intervention. I'm sure they were all like the cast of right. SNL you know, sure. season. <laughs> Do famous yeah. people go to other famous people's interventions? Or are they just I think like, so. if I have to go to his intervention, that means that I should probably have an intervention because they're all hooked on something. Yeah, they're all hooked on something. But yeah, he was talking about that. He's like, he brought that up at the intervention. He was like, I'll stop doing cocaine when you guys stop drinking and smoking weed. And then he's like, and then Nick Kroll said, blah, blah, blah. It was fun. It was fun to hear him name drop famous. I was like, that's the guy from the thing. Sure. 
I actually yeah. am fine with John Mulaney going away and staying away. I have no problem with this. Oh, yeah? I'm sure this is going to make some 29-year-old women very upset out there. <laughs> but I'm okay with John Mulaney not making anything else. He's yes. He's done it. It's fine. It can stay there. We don't have to delete it. We don't have to throw <laughs> it on the pile in Berlin, along with all the other stuff that we're getting rid of. Yeah. Uh, but we can just leave it. It was a great... We, we had fun in 2012. Yeah. We had fun. And now it's time to move on. To kill to, John Mulaney. To Bo Burnham. <laughs> we're moving on from John Mulaney yes. to Bo Burnham. To Bo Burnham, yes. Someone who couldn't <laughs> exist without the former. We're moving on from him to the latter. <laughs> you think Bo Burnham couldn't exist without John Mulaney? No, I'm saying John Mulaney couldn't exist without Bo Burnham. You Really? Yes. Bo Bur when, when John Mulaney started doing SNL, Bo Burnham was like five. First of all, wrong. Second of all, <laughs> Bo Burnham's whole thing was like, I'm kind of awkward. Doop, doop, doop. You know, and then John yeah. Mulaney is like, I'm kind of awkward, but in the 20s. And that's just like he they're doing the same bit, just in different <laughs> ways. Bo Burnham was just first. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham was not before John Mulaney. John Mulaney was writing for The Simpsons. Or John, SNL. Was John Mulaney for SNL. first stand up special. <laughs> Google. 2012. O'Burnham. First special. 2010. Ah! <laughs> O'Burnham's first comedy special was in 2010. Yes. Fact check. What do you mean fact check? I just, I literally, um, I just did the exact same thing that you're about to do. And you don't trust me. We've been doing this show how long? John Mulaney's career, okay, he started work as a writer in 2008 on Saturday Night Live. Okay, but that's He's different. 10 years older than John Be Mulaney. Being on a writing staff is so infinitely different than doing your own stand-up show. What was Bo Burnham's first special? I feel like I'm I feel like I'm on the crazy train right now. I feel like Ozzy Osbourne is telling me to get all aboard. Ha 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 ha. Uh, and uh -huh. I'm and I'm boarding the crazy train. Man. And we're going Bo off Burnham, the rails. Bo Burnham in 2010 though was so much different than Bo Burnham now. That's I you are changing or the, the Bo argument. Burnham the Bo Burnham that you're describing that you that you claim that John Mulaney ripped <laughs> off did not exist in 2010. Bo Burnham in 2010 was like, hey, what if Family Guy was a person? Did I that, touch, that a, was did I touch a nerve here? No. Did I just hit on your two? Your two Patrick has two wolves inside of him, and they're John Mulaney and Bo Burnham. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. Two, two, two repressed Catholic Northeasterners. That, those are my... <laughs> yeah. Inside of me is Mike Birbiglia and Norm Macdonald, and inside of you is Bo Burnham and John Mulaney. And I think that's no inside of inside of himself. inside of me is John Mulaney and Nate Bergetzi. That's Nate, that's who Nate Bergetzi. Yes. Who's that? Ooh, buddy, you should look him up. He's great. Okay, I'm gonna make a note. Pretend to look up. <laughs> One time, Nate, John Blevins told me that or Nate no, it was, Bugatti. It was it was, it was uh, Nate Bugatti. It was uh, <laughs> it was it was his 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 friend, his buddy, his guy that works for him. He compared me, compared something that I said to Nate Bergetti, and I was like, yeah, no, that makes sense because wow, I like that guy. He's it's always he's cool to get comedian. compared to like a real comedian. Yeah, it's I know we kind of we kind of make it make do like this is a big sh little show that we have. Yeah, but it's we're we're nothing. But when sometimes when we're watching Seinfeld and Jerry Seinfeld says something, and my wife says, "You would say that," I'm like, "Yeah, I would." Say Let's that. go. 
I would say that if I was on TV. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of pop culture. Oh, no. I I have a gripe. With, with me? No, 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 no. Oh, rats. I was listening to Christian rap. Why? Why, why not? I just want to see what's going on in okay. the scene. You know? So your friend Christian also, was rapping. Yeah. And also, when you're in the gym, it doesn't really matter what the words are. It just matters that the so why not is hard. Why not listen to good rap then? And that's the thing is like the good rap has butts in it. So like, I'm like, I don't want to listen. You to that. literally just said it doesn't matter what the words are. Well, it doesn't matter what the words are because I'm passively taking in crap, you know, as opposed to passively taking in bad music that at least has a good message. But my new, my new favorite thing. I love this. I, I also, it's a guilty pleasure. All right. Okay. I think it's really funny to you hear KJ five, two. Who? He's a, he's an old time. Okay. He's back in the day. Christian. Rap. I was listening. I was listening to Andy. Minio. Okay. The goat. Sure. All right. Some have said that's a layup. That was a song that he did, I think. <laughs> and he was rapping. I like it because he was rapping about how much money he makes and yeah. how much he gives away. Whoa. I was like, there you go. There we're, you go. It's we're we're taking And I thought steps. it I thought it'd be really funny to like envision a rapper. <coughs> like, could you imagine if like there was a Catholic rapper who like made sure that all of his references to sex were like references to theology of the body? And like also references like Catholic social teaching, you know, like that'd be really goofy. It'd be really funny. <laughs> yeah, I bet it wouldn't be good, but it would be funny. <laughs> Patrick, can I tell you, can I tell you the unique set of skills that we have on this show? <laughs> to do exactly that. <laughs> Skill number one, music production. <laughs> yeah. All right. right. I have, I can make a beat. I've done it before. I can People, do it our, our listeners listen to your song every week. They do. The unbeknownst yeah, to them. Thousands of listens a month pouring dollars DJ into the DJ pillowcase project. Uh, Skill set number two. I love, I love DJ pillowcase as a concept as like a marshmallow carbon copy where like you have a pillow on your head instead of yeah. a marshmallow. Yeah, I think and that's I, hilarious. I suffocate and die on stage because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't create it's an a, airway it's a, for myself. It's a one-time event, but it's, it's yeah. memorable for sure. <laughs> it's, it's more of a performance <laughs> piece than anything. Um, Skill set number two, you have this great idea and you're a writer yeah. So uh -huh. if you write some rhymes uh -huh. and I make some beats yes. and then we get maybe, I don't know, both of us to rap on the track. Uh-huh. And then we could get 
we could get a feature. I don't know who the feature would be, Luke Carey. Uh, but, you know, I made a hundred grand and I'm going to make some more rhymes with preferential option for the poor. So did you just come up with that? Yes. I I'm did. telling you, this is the best. <laughs> Forget the podcast. We're going on hiatus for six months and we're going to become an internationally renowned and a nationally, a locally renowned rap group. And sporadically <laughs> Around the world, we're going to be. Hey, take take a look at your at your local diocesan youth conference because boy howdy, we <laughs> are going to be outside of it performing <laughs> in an unofficial capacity in 2024. Let me tell you, our uh, our semi illegal rap battle, our Serb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 how about this? <clears throat> you know, I get that bread with all kinds of agility. That's why you should read Love and Responsibility. There it is. Come on. You're good. We're yeah. doing great. <laughs> we're we're already famous and wealthy and powerful. And we should just deploy our skills in this one strategic area. Forget everything that we've said about growing the podcast. Forget all the strategy. Forget the Patreon. Forget it all. I want to go all in on beat making with you. <laughs> oh, my God. We're switching yeah. up. Right the, di- the, di- the difficulty here, of course, is that yeah. you have to make sure everyone knows you're doing it ironically, because if you if, if there's even a whiff of sincerity, it all comes tumbling down like I a want, house of cards. I, I want to ask you, what about this idea you think is ironic? <laughs> what part of this do you think is not real to me? Oh, man. <laughs> have I ever have I ever come to you? Yes. In my. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. Have I ever come to you in my yeah. life? With uh-huh, you have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I the last time. I promise. Yeah, okay. Have I ever come to you in my life? Yes. With an idea Sorry. for content. I should have did it again. <laughs> that was ironic. Yes. <laughs> I should have done it that. I'm sorry. I should I shouldn't have done I should have interrupted me. you. I should have just waited. Yeah, you, you have. You, you got me there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> Let's just say so there's a Catholic rapper going on right now. Did you see the Trad Wave? Twitter account posted that they're doing a Catholic music festival. Okay. There's a rapper we called do a live podcast. I was, I was saying I'm going to message him. I think it's somewhere far away, but or there's a rapper called Enoch. Uh-huh. That's apparently like he's coming around more. I've never heard, I've of, heard him. of him. I think yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of other artists that I didn't recognize. Um, I think here's the problem. Here's what here's the unique power that we possess, other than all the affirmation mentioned powers. <laughs> we can help the Catholic music community become self-aware. Like sure. we need to we need to do the touring test, but on the Catholic music industry. Yes. And and help them to wake up and realize, hey, you're not gonna be Hillsong. You're never We're gonna be silly. Hillsong. Yeah. You're <laughs> never gonna be Maverick City music. You're never gonna be Andy Mineo. No. Okay. So you might as well just do this all ironically. You might as well have some fun. <laughs> yes. While yeah. you're out here. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think we can do that. I think, I think we so. can. Remember how Popple did their thing? Yes. <laughs> we could be we could be Popple for a new generation. I don't. I remember Popple vaguely. I remember they did an album for Vacation Bible School one year and they mm-hmm. came to my church. I don't really remember who they were, though. <laughs> they did. They did a, 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 a Steubenville conference once where it was like, I love peanut butter sandwiches. And everyone was like, nice. oh, peanut butter. And they kind of did the entertainment. We did like a skit with the Elijah and the bears and everything. And I was one of the people yeah. that got killed. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so it feels like I don't know, like there's there's room for that. But I feel like it could be so much more. 
if anybody's connect with Popple's people, please put me on the line with them. Sure. <laughs> so I've got some ideas about this is, anything. I will say though, while I was listening to Andy Minio, Minio, Minion, me Minion, Minion, Andy Minion, um, <laughs> Andy, I, yes, I, I, I was, I was struck by a, a couple of his lyrics, and in that, and I, I kept listening to other Christian rap songs. They all had a similar theme. Mm-hmm. Was they say that they 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 like to do similes. It's like, like I, mm-hmm. I'm doing this, like Shaq breaking the glass in 1994, mm-hmm. or like, sure. or like back in when Tupac got shot. Like they'll mm-hmm. reference that, or they sure. they like they reference basketball players, and mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. like you'll never write a verse like Kendrick. That's like mentions Kendrick Lamar, and he's like mm-hmm. referencing other mainstream rappers, and I'm like. I'm not there was one song where I was listening to him and I was like, he has referenced like five or six pop culture things in the same verse. And I'm thinking, like, I'm like listening to this and I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard that from a mainstream rapper. I don't think they yeah, they do that really. They they kind of like they play with words, they sure. don't go. I'm awesome like that one awesome basketball player. I am being persecuted like that rapper who got shot five times sure. in the 90s. Every um, to be fair, every rapper does have a verse where they say, I'm dropping 30 like I'm curry at some point. Some <laughs> there like that is a line that is ubiquitous. But um or some they rhyme 30 with curry somehow, some way. The only thing that I can think of is 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 Drake's famous diss track back to back. Mm-hmm. Which was a reference to when the Toronto Blue Jays won back to back. Is that really what that's no. a reference to? I think so. I think Insane. it's a bad. Yeah, I think it's a it, that that's it's a reference to that. But he's saying like I've I've done two diss tracks back to back against I forget who it was Meek Mill. Meek Mill. That's what it was. Yeah, and that's the only one I can think of. But it's like that's a little more. That's like that's not a song. That's a no. diss track. It's like no, a different yeah. genre of, you know. Yeah. But I, and it got me thinking. Sorry. Tell me what you, you were thinking about. It got me thinking. I was like, man, I'm upset that the pagans are creating culture and we're just imitating it. You know? Mm-hmm. Not that Drake's a pagan. But like I'm 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 bummed that like like I'm I'm bummed that the uh you know, people used to do similes all the time, but they were like mythological similes mm-hmm. or biblical similes, mm-hmm. right? There was kind of a there was a, a a canon of common stories we could all reference to right. make uh to make like make sense of our current situation you know sure we similes could talk used about to being... be a lot like Shaq breaking the backboard yeah or like Tupac, Tupac getting shot, getting five shot. Times. that's kind yeah. of what similes used to similes, be yeah. yeah but now I feel like I'm caught between you know Scylla and Charybdis I'm just kidding uh it's you, know, you used to say stuff like that like I'm like caught between Scylla and Charybdis or like you know, people used to people did used to say that a lot actually yeah they did yeah no they would they would people would mention that yeah i'm <clears throat> people would used to they would walk out on the street and then be like hey am i odysseus because i sure have a cyclops that's c- taken out my troops ethan yes can you think of something that we maybe have encountered recently that mentioned scylla and charybdis <laughs> I have read through book six. 
that's as far as I've made it. So in the Hunchback of Notre Dame, he actually I've read through book five. I have not started book six. Okay, so we're going to talk about book four and five tomorrow. That's okay. Yeah. Wait, did we talk? Did we talk about? We talked about two and three. Yeah, we'll talk about four. Why are you talking about Priscilla and Aquila? I, I said it because like there used to be like a like a, a a I mean I guess that's a bad example because those are pagan things too. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know. It was it's a bummer because I feel like Catholicism used to create culture and mm-hmm. now it just like and now it just Caribdis is culture. Yeah, now it just Caribdis is it. The the another example that I don't think this is just I don't think this is just um I don't think this is just a phenomenon in Christian rap. I think it's something that happens all the time, mm-hmm. uh, especially in Protestant sermons in the 2000s and 2010s. Even now, I would even say. now, yeah. Like the, the, um, <clears throat> the uh, like Superman, Man of Steel would come out and they would do like a Jesus is my Superman series to like reference, and they would have like the essence as Jesus on it, or like oh. one recently was when the movie Bird Box came out during the pandemic. Uh, this was before the pandemic. I don't remember, but they did bird box worship. Do you remember that big meme on? <laughs> they did like a, a youth group did like bird box worship where they did, they put blindfolds on everyone. And I was like, that's that's weird. The opposite of adoration. But anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> I just can't even look at anything. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess is what is it about Christians now that makes us so dependent on the monoculture? Mm. that we can't like how do we how do we start creating our own culture again because we've okay. had this conversation yeah well people got mad at me for weighing in on people this did get mad day. at you for that yeah so yeah. i think uh i we made a so katie mcgrady was saying something a couple weeks ago about how she's worried about the productization of catholicism sure and like t-shirts and candles and rosaries like every time some someone gets famous they already they own they beard balm or whatever like there's there's always some type of catholic yeah. product or a book or something always to be a, sold always a, thing. always a thing and she's like this is weird but i recognize that like i'm saying this as i just purchased this thing from my friend and like i recognize that it's good my take was like buying things and like owning stuff is kind of a part of the culture i didn't say it was the whole of the culture i just said it was part of the culture <laughs> and people got really mad at me because they said i was a capitalist it's like well they really they really didn't like that yeah um because uh, yeah because so, there's lots of things about what culture is but i think what we consume is a part of culture the art the music the architecture the literature um even like the politics and and the food, like all of that is a part of culture, right? So there's naturally an element of consumption. Uh, It's not entirely worship, worship, right? Cult and culture have the same root. It's not entirely based on like what you create or like how you consume. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a mesh of a lot of different things. Um, And so I think we live in a world where, We do. It's, I almost said society, but I chose not to. I heard it. I chose not to. Uh, we're, I mean, it's the post, this is what post Christian means. People talk about we live in a post Christian world. This is what they mean. It's like Christianity is no longer the dominant force of culture. Mm -hmm. Christianity no longer guides people's decision making, uh, from a fundamental level anymore. And so naturally, when you have people that are raised Christian, but aren't taught that they live in a post-Christian world, 
and aren't given the tools to address that, then they have no clue. They just, they just crib. That's all that they do. Yeah. They're like, Oh, okay. I guess this means I just take what's popular and make it Christian, which is how we get all of this cringe crap that comes uh -huh. around, you know, yeah. which is like the, the weird parodies of popular movies. And like, uh -huh. instead of squid game, they're doing confession game. I don't know what it is, but like, it's just weird stuff that starts yeah. to happen. And you're like, Oh, that feels icky. And I don't know why and it's because it's not coming from a, a true expression of faith or a true expression of culture. It's just a, I'm trying to like connect, but I don't know how to actually connect on a human to human level. I yeah. only know how to kind of piggyback on top of something that's already connecting with people and say, Hey, me too, even though it should be flipped yeah. and like the culture I should be piggybacking make... onto Christianity, you know? Yeah, like I, I just know how to make references. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know how to like affect a change in that way. But mm -hmm. I, I think we need to call people out more for doing it. That's something that I do believe in. Like when we see someone <laughs> when we see someone doing something cringe, like when Andy Mineo references 15 pop culture people it's like okay it wasn't you, andy mineo it was someone else i forgot i don't know whoever it was yeah lecrae part two um it's like when we see people doing stuff like that it's like if you want to be a secular rapper just go be a secular rapper yeah like stop, stop pretending it. i do this all the time you like, know it's oh, crazy we should make our podcast more like this podcast and we should do videos like this creator it's like well yeah. at a certain point if i want to do that i just have to do that and just be like i can't just make the catholic version of the thing I have yeah, to make it, it and like yeah. be be myself as I'm doing it and just allow the Catholicism to come through and not I think this is what people struggle is because they're worried that they're not going to be as good as the secular thing that they like. And so they're like, well, I'm just going to make the Catholic version of it, which is kind of a hedge because then they don't have to risk anything. Yeah. You know, you know what absolutely sucks is what I'm about to say. Tell me that I think the best the best example, the best example of <laughs> someone creating Christian art from a place of originality rather than um, siphoning off of culture mm -hmm. was Kanye West's album. I think that's a good example. What do you think? Do you think Ooh, I'm wrong man. about that? Um, I don't know. Because I think here's a guy who's on the cutting edge of music production. He's not a great songwriter. He's the Poopity Scoop guy. We all recognize that. Hey, Poopity Scoop is art. All right. <laughs> he, but he did create like a, an auditory experience in that Jesus King album. And man, we just, Christian, like Caleb just licensed the heck out of that and just started pushing it. Like, hey, we got one, um, <laughs> you know? And it was like, you know, the 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 uh you know now you're a christian artist right and it's like i don't know it's like maybe it's possible you know to do, we didn't do that with chance the rapper which is interesting because he's a jesus -y guy but maybe it's because he talks about fornication in his songs so we didn't want to like maybe associate with that but i think it's like it, it is possible to be a a culture creator rather than a culture consumer mm -hmm. um as, i just i just think that there's do you think every Catholic needs to do it? No, 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 okay. not at all. I think, I think we just need to be discerning. So there's some element of the Kanye album 
everyone's like, yes, we even did a podcast on it. You can go back and mm-hmm. listen to it. I loved it. It was yeah, good. it's it's good. It's enjoyable. But it's not the people have a weird like when you say like, oh, we got one. There's this weird attachment to when uh-huh. someone does something well. It, this is strange to me. So like the chosen, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's losing their ever loving minds over the chosen. It's a good show. It's fine. It's good. Uh-huh. But it's like, have you seen the chosen? And it's like, I, I have seen it. I haven't watched the third season yet. I'm sure it's great. You gotta watch it. It's changed my, you know, probably it's probably not that good because it's, <laughs> it's just like every TV show is probably not that good. Because it's just, it's a TV show. It's a TV show. It's and, as far. I mean, it's like the chosen is good. I think. I think the if you're if you're gonna talk about like what where you think the chosen excels. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now season three, I it's, don't. I, I think don't people. Think this, I watched one episode. I think yeah. the writing in, I think the writing in the chosen is where it shines. It's a very well written show. Mm-hmm. I think. I also think the actors are very good. There's there's never a moment where I'm like, they're hamming it up. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah. the, act, the acting is, is, is stellar. They do got good acting. The camera work is standard. It's sure. good. Right. The sets and the costumes are standard for what you'd All expect. Fine. Yeah. You know, I think casting was also solid. Everyone's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, it feels like the stand, the bar is so low. So not that, I see what you mean. Yeah. not that the chosen is bad and not that the Kanye West album is bad, but they're both just fine. You know, they're both, they're not like, we're not, it's not the Sistine Chapel that's being recreated. But sure. The, yeah. The problem is, the problem is that there's, I feel like there's three tiers of what people consider to be Christian art. And so it's like the classical Christian art. So like beautiful cathedrals in the Romanesque style, Victor Hugo. Yeah. Um, or like the Sistine Chapel or big, cool things like that. They were like, okay, this is very clearly beautiful art that is bringing me to the divine. That's even being made today. It doesn't have to be made hundreds of years ago. The next level is something like the chosen or Jesus is King, where it's like, this is made well and it's, it's well-produced and it's Uh high quality. And it actually has some sort of something to say in like, in a cultural sense. And then the third level of art is like the word on fire Bible, you know, where it's whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I know I'm, not, I'm no, no shade, but I'm just saying like, that is something that's like, Oh, look at this beautiful book. And it's got all these church fathers, but it's like, it's uh, not reaching people in the same way that something like the chosen is. Sure. So I was waiting for you to say, God's not dead for the third. No, no, no. Well, I don't even think that doesn't even qualify as what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say that. Okay. So it's like, it's three tiers of real Christian art, but then there's this other tier where it's like, you don't even get like most, when I said Christian rap and everyone thought what, what they thought in their head, Mm -hmm. that's what, that's what we're talking about. Yes. You know? So I think, yeah, I think there's like these three different levels. And I think because, because everything outside of that, three-tiered system that i just laid out mm-hmm. so like your god's not dead and your average christian rap mm-hmm. and the average sermon that you get you know about superman the that that <laughs> all that there's so much more of that stuff that the bar yeah. for something like the word on fire bible is so low that when it comes out it sells out everyone's like this is the most beautiful bible in the world and you have to have it it's like is it like it it's, is my bible yeah, it has all the does. same words as his bible 
<laughs> and I don't have to like look at pictures in mine. You know, I, I love just... the word on fire Bible because it's it's it is uh it takes away some of the choice when you're giving it to a high schooler. All right. That's this is what I use the word on fire Bible. I bought sure. a ton of word on fire Bibles for my high schoolers because I was like, you guys don't need to read the letter to the Romans. No, you don't need to do it. You yeah. certainly don't need to read Revelation or Leviticus. You just need to read the Gospels right now. Yeah. You'll get enough Old Testament stuff in there. Right. They reference it enough. And so I gave them the word on fire Bible so they could have a big book. Yeah. I didn't want to just give them the Gospels. You know, they had a big book that has pretty pictures in it. Right. I think the, the, the cool. thing that the Word on Fire Bible does, it's like, it's not, okay, this is Word on Fire Bible. And then like, when, you know, when a church has screens yeah. and they project, or like a Steubenville conference, and they project stained glass windows. And like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is so much better than projecting and i'm 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 throwing shade at my home parish i love yes. these guys but they put those like i i don't know how to describe it but it's like a picture of a cross during the sunset and there's like a dove mm -hmm. flying by yeah you know it's like the, ed hardy christian yeah that's not a good example uh but the like, projection of the stained glass windows to me is cargo cult behavior what <laughs> you know cargo cults no, I don't know what that is. It's like these societies that existed uh, in places all around the world where there would be outposts for like World War II or the Cold War and all the equipment oh. got abandoned. And uh, oh, oh, and, yeah, yeah, and like these people say. thought that like they were the ones summoning the equipment and the food and the deliveries, but it was really like the military calling people and saying, come drop off supplies. Yes. And so when the military cool. left, they kept doing the things that the military was doing in the hopes that it would reward them, but they didn't really understand what was actually going on. So they're going through all yeah. of these motions mm -hmm. and there's the equipment is still all there and they're dressed up in the same uniforms. Like they're trying to emulate yeah. something and they don't really understand why or what. For and so, me, the word on fire Bible and the projecting stained glass windows in mm -hmm. a conference or at a church is it's less like that. And it's more like, um, let's make the best of what we've got. It's like when you see churches yeah. that are like meeting in uh, gyms, cause that's all they have, you know, it's like, but it's also like, if it, if it really was, let's make the best of what we got, then they wouldn't have it in a basketball arena. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they would what do it I'm in a basilica like, or in a yes. actual beautiful building, or but we would see, build one. The problem is like, we yeah. built this building in the sixties yeah. and it's going to cost like way too much money to knock it down and build it back up again. So like, yeah. this is what we got. Right. Which is why I'm trying to, I'm like, yeah, it's, it is what it is. But in my mind, it's like that level of art is like, let's it's, it's, it's the, the, I like the three tiers we got going here. It's like the top tier is this beautiful and everlasting art. Right. Like the Chartres cathedral is just right. never going to go away in terms of even the human memory. And it like just it, demonstrably like the way that these places are built and the way that this art works has brought people to conversion yes like there's something so about them that has an eternal quality that like can't mm -hmm. be grasped probably because it's a fruit of the exact time and way that it was built and all of these things 
that just like doesn't exist anymore. Yes. And then there's the second level, which is like it's original and yeah. it draws people, but it's just not transcendent. It's, it's and using then there's modern tools to attempt to edge close to the eternal. So it's like because it's necessarily like the TV show is not as solid as like a church, but it's still because it uses that modern form, it impacts people still mm -hmm. right it still leads to conversions and so i think it's it's better than <clears throat> like a catholic product um mm -hmm. and I'm, i wish there were more examples besides that and like the kanye album um as like something that is being used with modern tools and not just in creating something new rather than stealing or like piggybacking i i mean I don't know. Maybe like, and then, and then maybe the bottom level is the third level is the issues that it's, it's not original, mm -hmm. not necessarily. It doesn't have to be original. It's not original. And it, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a poverty because it recognizes like, what is the word on fire Bible other than an illuminated manuscript? That's right. what it is. Yes. It's stuff like this has already existed. Yes. But it's like, it can't anymore. And so this is our, like, right. This We're is trying our to make an yeah. illuminated manuscript because we know that it's important uh and but like the, but the other difference is, is that the monks didn't sell their illuminated manuscripts <laughs> yeah sure you know? they didn't make them to yeah. be high volume uh, ticket items yeah. so it's it's like you're off on a few degrees there uh, uh whereas like the second level is only off on like one or two degrees and then the first one is like it's just there so so it's more it's it's like the okay then all right so what then is the criteria that makes something like, can we get back to level one? You know, like that's, we... I don't know. Can someone write a mass like how uh, Beethoven wrote a mass? Did he write a mass? Yeah. Was it Mozart? Cause when people, remember. when people try to do purely original things that aren't rooted in tradition, mm -hmm. it ends up like God's not dead. I'm going to do right. a completely original thing. That's never been done before. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's like it's like having uh, just to make it maybe an example that's a bit easier it to ends understand. Up not being original is what happens. Think about like let's say you grew up in a small town, and every week in the small town, old farmer Benjamin had everyone over <laughs> in his barn to have a yeah. barn dance, and everybody in the town would go over, and that's just where everybody was on Friday night every uh -huh. week for from from Memorial Day from Labor Day to Memorial Day or whatever the, the time period yeah. is outside <laughs> of the summer and uh, or outside of the winter. And then you move to like a big city uh -huh. and like you try to get everyone in your neighborhood over to your house to like do a barn dance. But like everyone knows the songs and everyone's dancing, but it's not the same, like mm -hmm. because it's outside of the tradition of that place and it's not yes. it's not ingrained. And so uh, like how I do you, is it possible to build that? Yes, it just takes like time. And you have to be exposed to it. Like it would be very difficult to to use the barn dance example to like build that without bringing some of the people in your new city back to the old place. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I think that we struggle in is we try to we just like look at a thing without really being exposed to it or like not being deep in it. Like we try to build churches without ever going to the Chartres Cathedral. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're not there. We're not steeped in yeah. it. We just trust that like some guy who has an architecture degree can kind of make something that's maybe beautiful. Yeah. And it's, 
as long as you stay divorced from the tradition, you can't do it. But I've seen some things like there's a builder in Oklahoma, actually, who posts, uh, I forget what is, it's like building for a thousand years or something like that is the name of his mm -hmm. Twitter account. But he like builds buildings according to like fundamental principles of beauty and light and architecture. And like the, the buildings are actually good, you know, like they're not weird McMansions. They're like good beautiful places and he's just one guy but it's because he spent his whole life dedicated to that thing and he's built a team yeah. of very specific people who care about it so i think it's possible but like is anyone willing to do the work or do people just want to make money yeah i think that's the key is like there's at a certain point you come to a, a realization that like okay you can you can make money doing something or you can make a beautiful thing. And those two yeah. things kind of, they tend to look, be they're not always mutually exclusive, but I would say they are generally mutually exclusive. Like, mm -hmm. I think, so this is, this is where I got. So you, back to the barn dance analogy sure. right? is like the tradition of the barn dance. It's going to, it's going to take a different shape over the years. Whereas like maybe farmer Ben needs his barn one summer. And so it kind of moves. Right. Or yeah. maybe, you know, the kids aren't as into these songs, so we're going to change them a little bit. But like the memory remains and it moves and it morphs and it changes. Whereas if you divorce from the context and try to recreate in a different location, it's it's going to it's going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. Perhaps hmm. it's not it's not so like there there is a Western canon. There is like a, a, a tradition of mankind and whether that tradition is racist, the, <laughs> whether that tradition is like there is a tradition of mankind and it's like it was first not informed by Christ and then informed by Christ and it slowly went away from Christ, but it can come back to Christ. And it's, and it's like, perhaps we'll look at, you know, we'll look at the, you know, adventures of Huckleberry Finn and, <laughs> and like the, the other, other books that have, you know, stood the test of time in a way. We'll, we'll look at those as like a second pagan era where it's like, yeah, we don't accept everything that's in these books because they weren't really Christian, but we recognize the goodness that's in them and they still persist. Mm -hmm. You know, I, and because I always wondered why when we look at like great books courses at Christian universities, I was, I always wondered why they read Discourse on Method by Descartes. Like mm -hmm. that's that book is dumb and wrong. Yeah. But <laughs> but it's important. It persists and right. stands the test of time. And it's like reading Mein Kampf. It, they don't read Mein Kampf in those books, in those courses, oh. but yeah, sure. Or or what did Marx write? Das Kapital. Yeah, Capital, yeah. They read that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are bits. I mean, which one was worse, sure. you can say. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, but yeah, so I guess maybe it's like you need to understand, in order to make good things, you need mm -hmm. to know the rules of those who come before you. Ah, this is what it is. In sales, Ooh. In, in my new job, it's like- Take a drink, people, everyone at home. Yep. The people who do well are the ones who run the Orthodox presentation and run the Orthodox phone approach. And then they learn over time as they memorize the way to do it well and the way that everyone else has done it, then they can start making it their own. Whereas most people try to, a lot of the people who are unsuccessful do it the other way around. Yeah. You know, they're like, I know, I know better. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then it's like, there's, they could be successful. Right. They might, but we have no idea. You know, we don't right. know if they're going to be successful or not. Um, and it's probably the same with tradition where it's like mm -hmm. you need to understand the context mm -hmm. before you can innovate. Yes. And perhaps, so I guess that means everyone needs to subscribe to the Patreon at $10 a month or more so that they can hear our Hunchback of Notre Dame 
discussion where we're going over Victor Hugo's classic work. Victor Hugo, post-liberal. Crunchback of Notre Dame. I think it's just to put a bow on this maybe, and then we can do Dr. Yeah. Ethan's dating corner. I think, think about something like movies. I think something that's really hard about all of this is that there's so many of those traditional elements of like, if we're just talking about movies or you talking about books, or you talk about architecture, there's so many traditional elements of those things that have been mastered by modern society. Mm-hmm. So like lighting and camera work and script writing and storytelling and casting and acting and uh set design and sound design all those things like there you can look at a movie a very popular movie and you can say like yes they have they have mastered all of the traditional elements of this art form but they're missing out on whatever it is that separates something like that which is a totally secular deal from something like the chosen right like how do you how do you bridge that gap? And I think it's this is where people get so stuck and they get so confused, and that's why they default to the God's not dead, is because it's way harder and way more difficult to um, to take all of those elements and um, infuse it with like an authentic Christian expression, which yep. is why like I think directors like Scorsese, to give a very basic example. Mm-hmm. Um, are very important and very good because he does movies like silence. That is a movie fundamentally about Christian themes and he does them excellently, but people freak out because it doesn't, it isn't there's the main character doesn't choose the right thing in the end. And so they're like, Oh no, um, the guy, he didn't win. Oh, and they get all freaked out. And it's like, no, Mm -hmm. that's not the point, you know? And so I think people struggle when, it doesn't like reaffirm them. And maybe that's just like a modern Western problem is they, we like need our identity to be reaffirmed by what, by like the culture. Um, Like the buildings have to make us feel good, but like a cathedral, like if you listen, like the description of Notre Dame, right. It doesn't make you feel good. There's like gargoyles and it's like big (laughs) and it's dark. And like, there's parts of it that like, there's parts of it that are certainly oriented towards heaven, like the rose window, but then there's other parts of it that are make you contemplate your mortality. You know, it's have like, you it's, seen the chairs? They aren't, they don't have cushioned pews and no, right. Right. You know? So I think we got to divorce ourselves from like everything in our culture needs to make us feel good or reaffirm us and like have a more broad view of the whole thing. Yeah. Like my mom was talking about how uncomfortable the pews are at Ascension. I'm like, good. That means yeah. people won't sit down and talk for hours before mass. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't have kneelers either. Kneelers for the weak and the elderly. So maybe we should. Yeah, right. I will say I do like a good kneeler when I'm holding my sleeping son during mass. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Oh, there's me spouting off again, not thinking about the parents. All right, everyone, start quote tweeting me from your locked yeah. account, you absolute messy girls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my tweets are for the people. I've been saying my it. tweets. My tweets are for the locked accounts. My tweets are for the girls' alt and the and the um. The secret cabal of twenty something women on Twitter that runs. <laughs> it's just it's just Cindy Lopper's girls just want to have fun, but it's a bunch of angry women from all over the world quote tweeting Patrick, and that's that's <laughs> it's a music video. Yep. <laughs> uh, do we? I think it was a good conversation. I had fun talking about that with you, good. Patrick. Hey, topics, man. 
the topics chat in our our secret topics chat that only you me and apparently Benny's been have uh, access to is uh, is is working out. So we didn't even get to my I had a, I had some bits that I was gonna launch, but we didn't even need them, so I'm gonna hold on to them until oh. next week. Oh, that's exciting, guys! We yes. have so much content, we're like spilling out of our ears. All right, so content this, pill. This, this is very much not a dating question. Welcome to Doctor Ethan's Dating Corner. This hmm. is from Camille. Hey, uh, she's a uh, mod on our Discord. So go to bit.ly/crunchdiscord if you want to get banned by Camille. Uh, this is very much a not so not a dating question, but we f- I figured it can go here. At youth group tonight, we were talking about vocations, and the baby priest at our parish, he's only 27, came to talk to the kids. I was a little late to the small group because I was talking to him about the priest versus seminarians basketball game he's playing in this upcoming weekend. When I got to the table, one of my girls said, are you rising up Father Joseph? And it was very funny, but it made my skin crawl. So... That's interesting. <laughs> I didn't read that before I read it. <laughs> um, do you want me to do you want me to go find a dating question on Reddit? <laughs> yeah, you can. While you do that, I will comment on that. Um, that is uncomfortable. I think teenagers are just teenagers, man. You know, I think they're always gonna look for sex where there is no sex because that's just how they're built. <laughs> you know. Um, ooh, hold on. Hey, look at that. We have an update from our last week, by the way. Ooh. Did you see that? Uh, the person last week who wrote in, she or he, excuse me, said, thank you all for the advice. We had a conversation about my prior engagement. It went very well. She already knew about it. <laughs> so and wasn't bothered. We're now dating. Thanks for your help. <laughs> this is great. great. On top of that, my wife just sent me a photo of our new house and the countertops have been installed. Whoa, nice granite countertops, huh? I don't know. I think they might be quartz. I'm unsure. Quartz. Oh, um, Gods. It's if you can riz a priest, just make sure you pick one that has marketable skills for when he leaves the priesthood. Because you don't want to marry a guy that just has his MDiv. Because that's not gonna get you anywhere. Yep. yep. I will say yep. that. Pick your <laughs> pick a priest that was not a priest before. You know yeah. what I mean? That was like an yeah. engineer or something. So he can just, you know, just be wise, ladies. That's all I'm saying. I got to read this to make sure it's marked as not safe for work. So obviously oh, I clicked perfect. on it. Um, <laughs> That's but I think it's just a Catholicism thing where they're like, I talk about dating. It's not, I don't understand how this text post could possibly be not safe for work. Anyway. Um, marked not safe for work because there's mild handholding described yeah. in the, and they don't trust the, the users of Catholic subreddits to be able to. Yeah. The, the question is how as a Catholic, do you go about dating in this modern world? And in oh, it's, it's, it's just, I can't, every time I read this question, it makes me want to jump out of a building window because I just, <laughs> please read it because I'm going to lose my mind. No, that's, that was the question. It was, that was the whole was, question. I'm looking for advice. I'm a woman and I've been wanting to, to get into the dating world and I've been finding it hard. I was born and raised Catholic. I want to meet a Catholic. I'm going to a parish, a lot of older people. I also tried my university, but most men here are atheists or Protestant. If you were married in a relationship, how'd you meet? It's how can I meet other Catholics? That's how do I question. meet people? Can I just answer this? This is a general answer to everybody who's watching this right now. Okay. Uh-huh. Here's There's two steps. Okay. Patrick, are you are you watching me? Yep. Two steps. Step number one, decide what the kind of person that you want to marry is like. Just like decide in your mind, I want to marry someone who's this. And that could be as general as he just has to be Catholic and practicing. Yep. Pretty practicing. Pretty practicing, baptizing, breathing. Um, 
like confirmed it, and catechized. Confirmed yeah. and catechized. You can you can you can just be it could be very it'd be Catholic and they're practicing, or it could be as specific as I need a guy who's taller than me and who has the same interests as me, and I'll like just decide, right? Decide the type yeah. of person that you want. Once you've decided that, do everything you can to meet as many people as you can so that you can find that person. This and is hold him people, up like a wanted poster and go, Do you know where this man is? You can do him. that, but I'm just saying, like, I think people don't want to get married enough this might sound like i'm coming from a privileged place <laughs> but it's like yeah. if you really want to get married and that's really really important to you there's a lot more things that you could be doing probably yes. you know like have you have you gone to every single parish in your city have you gone to the parishes in neighboring cities have you messaged Joined people online have you never mind that have you work. cold called someone have you <laughs> <laughs> like what to what extent have you I'm trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty? <laughs> to what extent have you actually pursued like you just here's the problem people just don't meet enough people. If you meet mm -hmm. more people, then you will meet someone that fits in the category of the type of person that you want to marry. But the problem or you'll is you'll settle, which is fine. Or you'll settle, which is fine. Because any man can marry any woman. People don't want to say this, but it's true. Um <laughs> the form and matter, the form and whatever is all there. Um so I think the problem is that people don't meet enough people and they just kind of sit in their room. And they're like, oh, why doesn't the perfect person just show up? It's like, well, because mm -hmm. you don't know anybody. You don't have any <laughs> friends. What, how do you expect to have a spouse? They're not going to knock on your door right. unless your guy that you really want to marry is a guy that sells solar panels. <laughs> <laughs> Odds are it's not going to be like a person who's in your church's young adult group. It's going to be a friend of yours that you meet in the young adult group who has a brother or a cousin or something. You know what I who mean? Like solar panels who sells solar panels. Patrick's really big on that bit right now for some reason. Yeah, apparently. I... Uh, but so I just, you just meet more people. Yeah. How do I do that? You know how to do that. Go outside. Go to a park. Join bit.ly slash crunch discord. Post your name, number and image on our dating corner <laughs> channel and certainly depending on your gender someone, you'll get a lot of out. messages someone will reach yeah the results may vary based results on... may vary based on whether or not you are a whammon <laughs> <laughs> but come to our discord slash crunch discord you can meet at least 462 people minimum yep minimum minimum uh do you want to answer another question no i don't i don't care about dating anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm angry what? i am angry i'm upset I feel, <laughs> I feel deep in my bones about this. Yeah. I've got an idea for you. Are What's you that? ready? Mm -hmm. I think this summer, mm -hmm. it's not official yet. So we have to work to shut this a little bit. <laughs> I think, I think we might be the podcast of the summer again. Pod girl been, summer. It might be pod girl summer. I've been kind I of think smelling it's pod, it. I think it's pod girl summer. I can smell it. The aft coming off the asphalt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh it's, yeah. It's coming. We're and we're coming fast. Hey, we're we're uh we are the only Catholic young adult podcast on the new Catholic Best website. Look it up. What? I'll, at Best Catholic. Best Catholic. If my grandmother's not on there, then it's a fake website. <laughs> Elsie's uh, oh, the best it? Catholic I know. Best Catholic website. No, that's that's not. Um, it's Catholic best. That's what where did you? What is Catholic. this? What is this? Where did you see this? It's, 
uh, on catholicbest.com. I think it's catholicbest.com. Okay. Are you, are you sending this to me? What's I got an like? alert. I got an alert. You got an alert? Yeah. Is this why we got like 1,500 downloads in one day yesterday? Is because we were on this website? Is that what happened? We got a lot of downloads in one day. That's normally, crazy. Normally we only get that many when like an episode is released, you know, like on the day of. But we don't normally get that many on the on a Tuesday. So I was wondering if you like went viral again or what? But maybe it's because we're on this website, bestcatholic.com. Maybe it is. I, I gotta I gotta Did you find it? Dang. Hold on, hold on. We we need to we I need to tell the people about this because we're on this website. I'm stressed out now because I don't know what this is. Do I owe maybe them any a, money? Maybe it's a bad thing that we're on this website. Maybe, maybe it's making fun of us. Maybe it's a joke prank website. And we're going to have FBI agents storming our home uh-huh. because we ended up on a alt-right leaning website. <laughs> it's the catholicbest.com. The catholic. Am I going to get a virus when I do this? No, don't worry. All I had to do was put in my social security number and I got yeah, on easy. the website. Um, the catholicbest.com. You go to podcasts and okay. it'll show us. Where? We're Where's on po- there. Oh, Catholic the Podcast. Catholic Podcast. Click. I'm going to ask who runs this website and I ask think, for top billing. I think it's, I know that, I think I know the guy who runs it. It was Eric really? Gallagher. Yeah. He, he and I did a thing like two years ago. So I think, cause I'm on here under speakers. So nope. he definitely knows who we are. Dude, what? Can I be on there? Under sure. Do, do you like, yeah, I guess you do like giving talks. Yeah. So it's, I like it's, giving talks. I, I like emceeing and giving talks. I don't have pictures. It says Catholic podcast for teens, which if you're a teenager and you're listening to this, I need you to disclose that (laughs) legally. I think that's technically true. Yeah. So we're on this website. Why did that? Why is this relevant to us now? Um, I don't know. I got got an alert. We're we're on. We're on this Catholic best website. So I think we're going to be the best podcast of the summer. Well, I think that was already a foregone conclusion. I will say. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think, Patrick, between you and me. And the thousands of people listening to our conversation right now. <laughs> between you and me. Uh-huh. The only thing that this podcast needs to be great is your friendship. Wow. And I and I have that right now. Wow. This is so good. We do have a good friendship. And patreon.com slash the crunch to monetize that friendship is the most yep. important thing that you can do at home. The to more help. money you pay the more we'll like you. So <laughs> I will actually say this. <laughs> My brother's moving in with me this summer. To do <laughs> That's some... a good setup. What? That's a good premise for a sitcom. <laughs> if only you had another brother, you could be your brother, your brother, and that guy. My brother, my brother, and that guy. My brother's moving in with me this summer to do editing work for the podcast, amongst other things. To not only free Patrick and I up to uh, do more and better content, but now also... Other children but also to increase the reach of this show so that more people can hear about it. So if you like the show and you think it's valuable and you want to help support my brother Ryan financially in this task, we're paying him a little bit of a stipend. I'd like to pay him a lot more because we're not really paying him what a editor is worth. Yeah. (laughs) Because we can't afford to. Yeah. Um, So Regan was working for free. Regan was working for free. Yeah. And that was unjust. But actually, it's fine because he's Canadian, so he gets everything for free. Yeah, um, but if you want to support us in that if specific way, if you live way, in a socialist country, let if us you know. Want to support us in that specific way, even if it's just for the summer, for the months of June, July, and August, you know, 
$10 a month would really, really help us out. So please think about it. Pray about it. Cost uh, of a cup of coffee, you can pay Ryan. Right. The more money that we make, the more Instagram reels that we can produce, and the more that you can share those with your grandma, with your friends, with everybody, so that we can and drive traffic to the show, so that we can uh, continue to share all the things we talk about with everyone. Mm -hmm. That's all we want to do, really. So patreon.com slash the crunch bit.ly slash crunch discord. Subscribe on YouTube. Share this episode with a friend if you mm -hmm. liked it. Leave a review, five stars. We haven't done that in a while. No, we haven't. We should. Best review gets mentioned next week. We'll read it out loud. If you Crunch do the that. funny, if you do a funny, a funny review, we'll read it out loud. If you do a funny review. If you review oh. Patrick's look, his new vibe, then I will. Too many. My new vibe. I, What's my new vibe? I'll Venmo you five dollars if you review Patrick's new vibe. What's my new vibe? If you review it, I'll send you five dollars. <laughs> uh, Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Tune in next week when I break into the Sistine Chapel and replace the faces on the creation of Adam with my face and Ethan's face. And we're like touching microphones instead of fingers. Are we going to be naked still? You, you will be. I won't. God is wearing clothes. Podcast for teens. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Please pray for us. We will be praying for you and we'll see you all next week. We're snapping now. That's our. That's a podcast. We're, we're snapping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.